0: Welcome to the HR Chat Podcast, bringing the best of the HR and talent communities to you. Corporations need a better way to reskill and upskill their workforce. Universities need new ways to reach and teach students, and individuals need to increase their skills in order to grow their earning potential and stay relevant in a rapidly changing world of work. There are many barriers standing in the way of someone earning a degree, whether it be socioeconomic, distance, lack of time, lack of resources, or the extra pressures caused by the 2020 pandemic. For these reasons, many of today's leaders are discussing options to help address some of these obstacles. In this HR Chat interview, we're gonna consider ways that companies can help their employees by offering them channels to education and more skills. This in turn can lead to more engaged and knowledgeable employees plus the obvious benefits to an organization's bottom line. My guest this time is Vivek Sharma, CEO of Instride, a company helping large organizations such as Adidas and Aramark deliver education and upskilling avenues for staff to provide care-boosting, life-changing opportunities to their employees while strengthening their competitive advantage. Instride does this by building an education program based around three main elements, strategic workplace design, a network of high quality academic partners, and their clever tech platform for corporate partners and learners to streamline communication, workflow, reporting and billing, freeing up time for teams to focus on career progression and workforce planning. Vivek, that was a very long introduction, but that's because you're a pretty awesome guy and you're doing pretty amazing things. And uh, I'd just like to welcome you to the show today.
1: Thank you, Bill. Thanks for the introduction and thanks for hosting me. Why don't
0: you start just by telling our listeners a bit about your career background and, and the genesis of Instride?
1: Well, Bill, I've, uh, I've been extremely fortunate to have a unique professional experience that spans both uh, uh, corporate America and uh, universities. I have uh, I worked in leading organizations like the Walt Disney Company, Yahoo, and McKinsey and Company, and then I'm also a adjunct professor of data science at the University of Southern California, where I teach uh, graduate students on digital innovation. And uh, as a result of this uh, unique vantage point, I've had an opportunity to look at universities from a corporate perspective and corporations from a university perspective, and it's hard to imagine two ecosystems that have more to offer to each other than universities and corporations. And so the genesis of Instride was how do we bring the best of universities to employers, employees, and their communities? It was inspired by an industry-leading program that was uh, launched by Starbucks in partnership with Arizona State University. It's called the Starbucks College Achievement Plan. And Instride was founded to to bring that kind of transformational impact to lots and lots of learners across multiple organizations in corporate America. Uh, today, we have uh, we serve about 26,000 learners across over 30 corporations like Adidas, Aramark, Infosys, uh, uh, leading AT&T retailer, Prime Communications, uh, through universities across U.S., Mexico, Europe, and Australia, and uh, so the The mission of InStride was essentially to build on all the great work done with the Starbucks College Achievement Plan and take it to other corporations.
0: Wonderful, thank you very much. Now then, Vivek, in my in my usual style, I I like to mix things up with my guests. Okay, and uh, I'm I'm going to ask for quite a rapid-fire answer in in in, uh, in the second question here, and that's in 60 seconds or less. What is strategic enterprise education, and why was it
1: created? Strategic Enterprise Education was created to help leading corporations provide career-boosting, life-changing education to their employees in partnership with leading global universities. And it's based on three pillars. One, drive business and social impact for the organization through education. Two, deliver that in partnership with leading global universities, which have a reputation and history of providing student outcome; And three, provide differentiated and world-class seamless learner and corporate experience through a leading technology platform. And we'll we had to do this because unfortunately, the traditional tuition assistance programs are not working and they're not delivering the impact.
0: Okay. I reckon that was about 45 seconds. So you absolutely nailed that one, sir. Hold on. Uh, (laughs) um, So as part of my homework, I I was going over your website and and on it, it states that corporations today spend over 180 billion each year on internal and external education programs. But the impact is limited with less than 2% of employees using these programs and and minimal demonstrated impact. I mean, that's huge. Can, can Can you explain to our listeners why these figures, frankly, add up to a big missed opportunity?
1: It is a big missed opportunities. Uh, As you said, uh, corporate America spends about $180 billion annually on inside and outside training programs, including the tuition assistance programs, primarily to address employee recruiting and retention. Uh, Out of this $180 billion, $28 billion is spent on tuition assistance programs. But here's the problem. Less than 2% of employees actually use them. And as we were starting stride we did a proprietary uh, study uh, which we commissioned from Bain and Company, and uh, we found that 80% of employees in this organization are interested in going back to school while working, but only 40% know that their employers offer the tuition assistance program. So that's in itself, you know, half the gap. Uh, this, despite the fact that 70% of employees, 70% say that they are more likely to stay with an employer or start a job with the employer who offers tuition. And, and you, as you talk to CEOs and HR and L&D leaders, there is also a widespread dissatisfaction with the outcomes of programs. And our take, Bill, on this one is because tuition assistance programs, which are often offered as a benefit, focus primarily on the wrong KPI. They focus on enrollment. We believe enrollment into Workforce online education program is an important metric, but in my view it's one of the top four metrics, but it's number four. More important than enrollment is whether the employee actually graduates of the program. Enrolling is not enough. Staying with the program, ensuring that the program is high quality, that you're getting value out of it, and you're graduating out of it is important. More important than even graduation is whether the employer is finding business impact out of it because that's what makes the program sticky. That's what creates the motivation across the organization to accelerate and expand the program to a broader set of learners. But the most important, the most important KPI, which unfortunately tuition assistance programs have not looked at, which is my number one KPI, is whether the individual, the learner, had a meaningful boost in her career. And the best example here is what happened at starbucks college achievement plan with uh, in partnership with asu what we found there was while they had as many as 10,000 learners go through the program more than 4,500 graduated from the program and the ones who were graduating were getting promoted within the organization 180% faster now that's a meaningful boost to the career and also and this is public knowledge starbucks has uh, gone public on saying that one-fifth of everybody or 20 percent of everybody who joins starbucks joins because of the ability to educate themselves while working so again the kpi of the traditional tuition system programs is not right the focus should be on graduation on learner impact not just on enrollment
0: okay uh, as part of the answer there, you, you mentioned vivek that um there there's a big gap between Uh, the opportunity to learn and and the communication who's whose responsibility is that is is that the responsibility of, of leaders is should that be the hr department explaining to their employees that actually there are programs in place where they can take further education while in their jobs
1: i think it's everybody's responsibility and it basically highlights the three problem areas that InStride is trying to work on we we have to find a way to link the education opportunity with how it benefits the organization very often that does not happen it's offered as a benefit but those programs do not have legs because the link between business kpi and employee education is not established second is uh typically employees go through these programs they don't see the impact the question is why don't they see the impact because there are universities like the ones that we have partnered with who have a history, a reputation, and frankly, a mission orientation to drive outcome. And that happens as a result of decades and decades of experience, which other learners before you have also demonstrated. And finally, sometimes the the experience itself is not simple. You know, you if you're an HR person in a large organization and you're trying to run this program and each individual is sending you emails asking about eligibility, asking about how the funding works, that becomes not easy to manage. So we support our corporate partners and their HR departments through a white-labeled platform that not only makes their life easy, but also creates a seamless experience for the learner. And when you combine these three things, Bill, you really do take the adoption way higher than 2%, sometimes as high as
0: 10%. Okay, let's carry that forward a little bit. Tell me tell me a bit about the motivations for Instride support of the, of the US upskilling and, and... Retraining Assistance Act?
1: Well, as you know, Bill, especially in these times, um, uh, businesses across the country are finding it difficult to hire qualified workers, and uh, workers are also looking for opportunities to upskill themselves. Unfortunately, the tax code that we have as of today only allows employers to pay up to $5,250 for education programs for its employees without it counting in the workers' taxable income. And that level was frankly put in place more than 30 years ago. And today it is far below the cost of most higher education programs. So with that context, we are joining uh, our founding partners, Arizona State University, our, you know, uh, inspiration to this program, Starbucks Corporation, in support of this U.S. Upskilling and Retraining Assistance Act. The, the aspiration from this, uh, uh, this act is to raise the tax inclusion from $5,250 to $12,000 for the next two years, and also expand the tax exclusion to cover the cost of education, uh, sorry, education-related tools and all technologies related to that. So we are adding our voice to this act, primarily because we believe it's, it's aligned with our mission, and uh, the tax benefit levels that have been put in place 30 years back do not work for today
0: okay thank you let's get into the mechanics a little bit of 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 how you do what you do so in in stride partners with with universities in in terms of the courses that you you create in in partnership with 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 universities can you talk to me about the the process and how your firm connects universities with with corporate training what what goes into that? that that must be that must be a long conversation to to ensure that The the deliverables, the the, the learning outcomes are are what they should be for, for employees. The
1: whole process is anchored around our three pillars to align the education program with business objectives to ensure that we have the highest quality curated network of academic partners and a compelling technology enabled user experience. The way it typically starts with is we start conversation with visionary CEOs and their HR and business leaders and uh, we want to understand what business problem they're trying to solve and what are the ways in which education can help them achieve that business kpi while also driving social impact so we facilitate design workshops these are very consultative working sessions that bring together key corporate leaders to determine the organization's long-term goals and assess what skills employees need after that in stride in partnership with the the corporation designs uh, customized education programs from its academic partners to address the organization's particular needs. So again, this involves understanding what the program would look like, who the key internal leaders would be, defining both the program benefit and the learner journey, because that's very important. Uh, Helping set the eligibility policy, which means who is eligible, who's not, what does it take to be eligible, and uh, also importantly, determining the program's return on investment goals. So we partner in a very consultative way with, uh, with CEOs and their leaders to make sure that this drives both the business and social impact. As you said, Bill, this does take time. But I, I believe anything worthwhile, if you have to do, will take time. But the impact tends to be extraordinary.
0: So far in this interview, Vivek, I don't think we've, uh, we've, we've mentioned COVID. Uh, which is, you know, one of the first times in, <laughs> in a long time that um, uh, that COVID wasn't brought up near the beginning of a of an interview that I've conducted. Certainly, um, logistically speaking, how are the offerings incorporated, and, and how has your mission and go-to-market strategy changed as a result of the pandemic?
1: Actually, Bill, our mission has not changed. In fact, uh, it's got only amplified. If you recall, the first two quarters of this year we very rapidly moved from the tightest job market in 60 years to the toughest job market in 100 years, just over four to six weeks. So our mission actually has accelerated and amplified during that period. We, are, we continue to be focused on enabling employers to provide this life-changing education in these tough times. But one example of the way things have changed uh, in the recent passes is that now companies are now tailoring hiring strategies and evaluations to focus more on skills. So these are non-degree offerings like certificates, certifications, short-term credentials. And uh, as you know, during COVID-19 times, you know companies have shifted to remote work settings. They use technology and digital tools to maintain business continuity. Um, and as a result of that, some skill gaps have been exacerbated and companies are trying to adapt their education programs to that um, demand from within co- companies to upskill the workforce, especially for employees being impacted by job automation and AI, has in particular accelerated there's also a need for uh, a different hard and soft set of skills as industries change and companies uh, shift business objectives so we are seeing you know a bit of a shift towards these kind of requirements from uh, from our corporate partners. And that is one more reason why, you know, the U.S. Upskilling and Retraining Assistance Act is really needed because our corporate partners and their learners really need support to train and upskill their employees through these transition times.
0: Okay, let's just seize on that a bit more and sort of drill this home. In in the context of CSR, corporate social responsibility, Vivek, what, what does it say for a firm's brand? when they invest in their people's education? How, how does it set them apart?
1: Well, Bill, I'm stating the obvious when I say employees are a company's most important asset. Uh, we believe, and our, our partners believe, that the most enduring way for companies to establish and maintain their competitive advantage is to start with people. Uh, they need the ability to attract and retain talented people who have growth potential, And on top of that, build on that potential by advancing, upskilling, and wherever necessary, reskilling people in a strategic manner. As you invest in high-quality education opportunities for your employees, you drive workforce engagement, you build an incredible equity and trust with, with your employees, you drive up motivation, resilience, and that is especially true in these uncertain times. Uh, It's also uh, helpful for you as a recruiting tool, as I shared with you, 20% of all applications to Starbucks mention the ability to educate themselves while working as a key criteria. And these are the reasons why we also chose one of our uh, founding partners as TPG's RISE fund, which is a global social impact investing fund so that we have complete alignment in our vision. Uh, And by the way, I'm proud to say that we were recently honored by the Fortune magazine as one of this year's impact 20 companies, which is a list of newly established firms that were doing well by doing good. So once again, uh, brand, legacy, engagement, retention, recruiting, these are all the upsides by investing into your workforce through online education.
0: Wowza. Featured on Fortune and now on the HR Chat Show. You guys really are getting famous. Oh, my goodness. We are. Thank you for that. <laughs> uh, we're already coming towards the end of this interview, Vivek. Before we wrap things up, a last couple of questions for you. Uh, let, let's talk a bit about the future. Uh, what, what are what are Instride's ambitions for for scalability in the years to come?
1: Well, our, our ambition is to take our mission to more cooperation and to more learners. And we truly believe that uh, this pandemic is a tipping point for online education, both from supply side and demand side. On the supply side, you can see pretty much every university these days is uh, is going online because uh, traditional campus education has been constrained. And on the demand side, we see more and more uh, reception to workforce online education because most companies have had to take their core processes uh, online over the last six to seven months. So we have stayed incredibly busy with, uh, with our mission and with our partners in the last few months. But I believe that this is only the start of a movement uh, that was started by companies like Starbucks and Uber. But I'm also excited to see that uh, now companies like Adidas, Aramark, uh, Banfield, uh, Prime Communications and others have also joined the movement. We do believe that over the next uh, months and quarters and years Many more companies will use strategic enterprise education approach to address many of the talent-related challenges uh, for the future.
0: Okay. And just finally for today, how, how can our listeners connect with you, whether that's through LinkedIn or Twitter? Maybe you're one of these cool kids who's already on TikTok. I'm certainly not. Um, and how can they learn more
1: about Instride? Well, though just like you, I'm not on TikTok, but you can always reach us <laughs> on uh, instride.com. Uh, or on our social media profiles on LinkedIn or Twitter, and uh, uh, I would be happy to answer any question anybody might have. I can be reached at vivek.sharma at insight.com.
0: Wonderful. And always, uh, listeners, uh, we'll, we'll have the we'll have the links in the show notes as well, so you can find them all there too. Um, but that just leaves me to say, for today, Vivek Sharma, thank you very much again for guesting this episode of the HR Chat Show.
1: Thank you, Bill.
0: And listeners, until next time, happy working and stay safe. Thank you for listening to the HR Chat Podcast, brought to you by the HR Gazette.